everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed. If you like what you hear, please stick around and consider subscribing, leave a 5-star review, and tell two people, because if you do, we could triple the audience by tomorrow. I'm talking really loud. I'll try not to blow out your eardrums. But yeah, self-plug over. Uh, today I have a theory for you about the Sorcerer's Stone. The Sorcerer's Stone is the magical uh, alchemy creation that Nicholas Flamel and Albus Dumbledore made that produces the elixir of life and turns any metal into gold. It was up for grabs uh, in the first book, and, um, oh, what's his name? Nicholas Smell. How did I forget? I said it like two seconds ago, and Nick, Nicholas Smell made it good, so that's why everyone wanted it. So, uh, I, if, so the J.K. Rowling never really went into detail about how the Sorcerer's Stone was made, which is understandable, because it's very hard, but today, I'm going to answer that question. How was the Sorcerer's Stone made. That's a question for the ages, I'm going to tell you. Today, right now, let's go. The Sorcerer's Stone was the topic of interest for most of the first book. It is a very powerful wizarding object. And we know the creator of the stone is Nicholas Flamel. So how did he do it? Nicholas Flamel has been in the Harry Potter world forever, really. He is the first, um, he's first mentioned in book one, when Harry opens his first chocolate frog and finds Dumbledore as his card. Flamel is mentioned as Dumbledore's partner in alchemy. Flamel has had many achievements, but none as great as the Sorcerer's Stone. The Sorcerer's Stone has many abilities. It can make any metal into gold, and it produces the elixir of life. And has a pretty cool red color, too. It's like a ruby. I wonder how did they make that prop? I bet it was, like, literally... Well, no, it couldn't have been a ruby. That'd be too expensive, but, like, a shiny rock. If if you know how they made that prop, please let me know in the review section. Anyways, um, although... Um, although the uh, topic never comes up in the book, I always wondered how the stone was made. When my question was never answered in the series, I did some digging of my own. And I got nowhere. Yep. I literally, I zero progress whatsoever. But don't get your wand in a nod because... From the old noggin, a.k.a. the brain, out popped some pretty good theories. I think we'll send your blast-ended scroot on a rampage. And no, none people would like that. So let's go. Alright, my first idea came from the second Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the movie. Uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald, I believe it's called. In the film, we see Jacob has an interaction with the man himself, Nicholas Flamel. Of course, Newt had to meet him too, so they wizarded out. And, uh, as we know, Newt uh, cares for magical creatures. And, uh, randomly, the phoenix is an extraordinary creature. Uh, Flamel and Newt must have talked about it, right? 
Here is what I think happened. Nicholas Flamel bought a phoenix off of Newt and carried it on his merry way. But somewhere down the line, he thought of the Sorcerer's Stone. And I think he maybe had used the phoenix to make it. Here is why. Oh, and uh, no phoenixes were harmed in the, in the making of this product, by the way. Completely safe. <laughs> okay. So we start right after Flamel acquires his new phoenix. He thinks, like, woo, cool pet, and he keeps it in the cage for, like, a million years. Animal cruelty was not a thing. But then he meets Dumbledore, and Dumbledore has the idea to uh, sort of harness the power for something greater. So after a couple of years of experimenting, researching, and waiting, Nicholas Flamel and Albus Dumbledore had created the first Sorcerer's Stone, and now I'm going to get into the details of it. This is exactly how. So they use the phoenix's color for the color. Not that... <laughs> not that exciting. And, but, 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 there is a but in the sentence. But, it's valuable tears they used for the gold. And finally, they, um, they use its ability to lift super heavy loads, giving the stone the ability to... Enable the drinker of the elixir of life to stay strong and healthy forever. Insert a noise adjective here. I am so proud of myself that I figured this out. It wasn't really that hard to do, but I did it anyways. Woo, cheers for me. This was... I remember when I was reading the first book, I was so happy i was like oh, harry figured it out oh my god and i like i was like six when i read it i was like oh i was so excited that Harry figured it out and his friends and then i of course my brain wasn't very advanced then so i didn't think about how uh, they well for in the first place how nicholas Mel had made the stone or even how harry had just randomly well first how how harry even got the card how he remembered how hermione had just happened to have a book and they just went down the trap door. I think the, I think that chapter is literally called "Through the Trap Door." You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick up this microphone. It might be some noise. I, I'm recording from my room. Sorry, some noise. I'm. I wonder if the cord is connected to the computer. I'm gonna check the first book. Okay, I'm going over. Where is it? Ah, uh-huh. got it. I'm bending down. Okay. Let's check put you down again sorry for that noise i had to check all right let's see yep let's see i'm checking the chapters potions master all right let's see the midnight duel yep (coughs) sorry i coughed through the trap door that was not very smart of me that made too much noise anyways all right okay well my curiosity is quenched. I found it through the trap door and with Fluffy and the plants. I, I, I love the line where um, Hermione is, Lucky, look at the both of you. It's great because um, Ron's like, Oh, lucky this plant thing is here. I remember laughing so hard at that line because even I knew they wouldn't just put a plant thing down there to break your fall or an evil wizard for the last time. No, actually, for the first time, but the last time. Hmm, what other 
ways did this theory happen? Well, I'm disappointed that they didn't keep the stone, and I know it would have caused, like, so, so much turmoil and chaos in the rest of the series, but Harry could have used that to his advantage so many times. Yeah, I don't know, he could have bought a hitman to go finish off Voldemort with, like, a million dollars in gold. He could have, I don't know, he could have stayed alive forever, but honestly, he probably wouldn't have wanted to do that. And <laughs> Dumbledore was, like, he... Harry had Harry had no say in the decision to destroy the stone. It was only Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. It's nice that we actually got to see Nicholas Flamel. Uh, I think yeah, it was the second the second Crimes of Grindelwald. So yeah, I was I was so happy that we we actually got to see um, what's his name? I always oh my gosh, I I can't even tell you how many times I've forgotten Nicholas Flamel's name. Names are like what I struggle with the most. Like, I, I forget my neighbor's name sometimes I'm that bad. Well, no, I don't, but still, I'm bad at names. That's the point I'm trying to get across. So, yeah, we I'm happy we got to see Nicholas Flamel, because he's mentioned so much in the first book, I always wondered what he looked like, what his favorite color was, and what kind of coffee he liked. No, I didn't, but still. All right, well, my ramble is now over. Uh, if you're still here, that means you are either not paying attention or you just have no nothing else better to do uh, so yeah this is at the end of this episode hope you guys enjoyed stay safe wear a mask bye